de Global Latin Factor Podcast. 3, 2, 1, we're back. The Global Latin Factor Podcast coming at you with another segment. Today, 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 here's another, uh, before we get into our, our Global Latin Factor individual, I wanted to just share a little bit of something. So all these that we do here, it's my opinion, my opinion only. And there is some research that I do, and I don't mind if anybody sends me anything to make a correction or whatever the case might be. I'd be more than happy to. Because even on my research on different things, I've seen different opinions. I go through some of the comments sometimes, some of the videos and things like that. And uh, let's say popcorn. We're talking about popcorn. You say, well, somebody was doing popcorn before. I'm like, okay, well, can you put a link or more information about what are you talking about? Or corn was being harvested way before. Like, okay, well, what is your resource? Where where do you get this information from? I mean, do you have a great uncle, great grandpa that you know that knows the real story about it? I'd be more than happy to hear about it. I really would because again, I I understand that some of this thing that that gets put on on Google and different things um, might not be a hundred percent accurate. So again, that's why I'm saying that most of it. This is my opinion of certain things that I do say and this is another opinion of mine okay so i told you before everything that you kind of see is based on your perception right you know your impression of certain body of anybody but everything's within you nothing is nothing is outside outside of you but you know what trips me out when some this is not necessary for me but just in general speaking because i'm pretty sure you ran into this problem before where you done you can't even count how many times you've done something for somebody without expecting nothing. Of course, you're going to remember because you did it, right? You don't, but you don't expect nothing back. You just do it just because that's your, that's your character. That's your nature. That's what you like to do. Like a thousand things. And that's roughly what you can remember that you've done for a certain person. And they don't ever, you know, maybe they remember, maybe they don't, whatever the case might be. It seems like it's an expectation. However, the first time that you do something that they don't like, or the first time that you don't they do that you do something that you do not do something that they want you to do, then all of a sudden they like cut you off like you're the worst person ever. Like all those million and one things that you ever did from not expecting nothing back. Then all of a sudden the things that you can't do this one time. Then you're the worst person ever. Or they just they count you off because you can't cater to their needs. Like you're like their like your world revolves around them. Like everything revolves around them. If you don't cater to them, then that's it. I and I don't I don't like that. I think it's I think it's weird. I think it's strange to expect that. I think you should give yourself more respect to be able to turn around the favor and say, okay, well, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Have a great one. Knowing what they're going to be missing because you know that you value yourself. In the same token is that, so I I, I get the, um, I guess I look like a somewhat uh, trustworthy person. I'm not saying I'm not. And uh, kind of like a good person, 
maybe. I don't know what your perception when you look through the camera. But it trips me out whenever people <laughs> like see me as like a, like a really good person. Like that's all they see. Like this person. Like I'm not capable of of doing something bad. You know, maybe breaking the law. Not necessarily crazy stuff, but still capable of doing something that might be outside of anybody's character. Of outside of a character, but not necessarily too much outside. But re really like a person. Like like as a human being. That I have all these capabilities that I can do anything. Like I can be, I can be a great person and do great things and whatever. But at the same time, depending on certain things, that I might be able to do some retarded stuff, you know. And then the same thing. People look at certain. They look at you, make their own image about you, and they have an idea of what it is. And then as soon as you do something that just feels like it's outside their norm of what you should be doing, because they rule you. <laughs> Then all of a sudden, you're a bad person. I'm like, man, I'm bad. I'm good. I'm a saint. I'm not a saint. I'm this and that. I'm everything and in between, you know? And I think we should give everybody that 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 benefit of that because they can do this and that, you know? I can't believe they did it. Like, why not? He's a person. He's a human being. I can't believe this person this and that. I'm like, why not? He's a human being. He has all this. He has emotions. He has different things. You don't know what happened. You don't know how it is, you know. But at the same time, we we make our own perception of certain people. And then we try to have them live for that perception, even though it's your own, made on your head and everything else. So, you know, it's just important not just to let people do their thing and just be what they are and continue to do. Like this global Latin factor that we're going to talk about next Edgardo Miranda Rodriguez. He was born on June 21st, 1970. He is a writer at Marvel Entertainment, an editor-in-chief at Daryl Makes Comics LLC, an art director and owner of Somos Arte and Studio, Edgardo's Creative Services and Creator. He is the creator of La Borinqueña, La Borinqueña. If you never heard about in Kenya, if you're into comics, I think everybody is into comics, but mostly for the movies. And I really, I really like those movies. I really do. I mean, I'm a grown dude. <laughs> I'm in my 30s, but I really appreciate the movies that I've seen. I'm, I'm not gonna front with all you devoted comics that read and have every edition and all the special editions of. I'm not. But I really like the way that they put those movies out that of the possibility that that could be something in 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 another universe universe or or something like you know just something that it's it could be somewhere else like everything that they do the 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 detail especially Marvel man the details that they put like I seen a video not that long ago about just like the little details the shadow the The way this this thing's supposed to be moving, you know, like, like so meticulous, so precise as far as of every, whenever they're doing their movies, they're so accurate. And again, I'm pretty sure there will be some inaccurate, some people there, but certain things that they think about, and I can see why they're so successful because they think about this specific little bitty details, like even the the way that the phone and the screen and the, just crazy stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, they really do put it, and then. All those movies, I mean, everything that came out from the Iron Man to Infinity War to 
uh, Endgame, man, all of them were like, man, I really liked them. It really put me in another place. It didn't feel like three hours and something. And I hope one of these days we can see La Borinquena in the big screen. First of all, if you never heard of La Borinquena, he, so I've seen, I heard a lot of interviews as far as what he did, the idea and how, how he came to be. Uh, he's really involved, uh, Edgardo, Mr. Miranda Rodriguez, as far as being an activist and bringing awareness to Puerto Rico, because they're in a they're in a strange situation. Sometimes, you know, Puerto Rico is they get put into a, a weird situation, you know, where they're citizens, they're born with citizenship, but then they're not able to vote on on an election, and then. They have a representative in Congress, I believe in Congress, but they don't they don't get a vote. And all kinds of other crazy stuff, you know? So his main the reason why from what I heard in the interviews is that of everything that's going on in Puerto Rico, he he made he wanted to bring a type of character out that people can can look into and it became some kind of a a phenomenon as far as La Borinquena and what what she represented. And first of all, it's it's a woman. And she's not like any superhero woman. She's a morenita. She's a, a dark-skinned morenita. And she's shorter. She's about 5'5", five, five, I think. And, you know, she's like, like you will, I don't know, this is, this is a stereotype it is, but, you know, Latinas are, you know, curvy, curvy women. You know, they got curves all over the place, and it's beautiful. I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing, and that's how he made it to be. And another unique thing about her character is that she doesn't have an arch nemesis. There's no there's no villain for her. She battles different things that are affecting Puerto Rico, and, and, and we're talking about climate and things like that. It, it reminded me a little bit of Captain Planet, but not quite. And then, again, she does her part, and, and he still continues to develop developing her but i think see her in the big screen for the puerto Ricanos and everything they go through i mean they're they are allowed to serve and fight and there's plenty of puerto Ricanos in the military i can assure you that i met plenty of them when i was in the service so i know there's plenty of them and they serve with honor and they're hard-working individuals i know us mexicanos and Boricua sometimes for whatever reason uh yeah, I don't know if maybe it's the Spaniard or whatever in us, but I don't see why we don't, because we go through some of the same struggles. Uh, whenever I was in there, I met some great uh, Puerto Ricanos that, you know, serve with honor. And then I don't see why certain things, they uh, they give it their all, and then they're not giving in return the same. And then that's why I feel like, I feel like he felt this way, and he wanted to bring some awareness, and, and, and he did. And uh, the... Uh, La Borinquena was was taken in by a different organization as far as like a, a, a somebody to look up to as far as what represents Puerto Rico and, and, and you know just having hope and you know being able to to be more and, and bring some some hope to the island of Puerto Rico and he talked about so one of the interviews that I I, I found very interesting that I'm pretty sure. If you've never done any research or never, I mean, again, this is all a learning process for me as well. But what tripped me out is that a lot of us don't know that a few years back, there was a very, very popular pill. I'm pretty sure it still is. 
a little popular blue pill. Carlos, you know that blue pill? You know what I'm talking about? You don't know? Are you sure? No, you get an up there in age, bro. Am I not? Anyways, there was tax breaks that were given to, and some pharmaceuticals took advantage of it and went to Puerto Rico and, you know, started making a profit. There was, we talking about, you know, some, some even very intelligent people working in labs and, you know, whatever it takes to make the pharmaceuticals drugs. And then the tax break had an expiration date and it expired. And when it expired, then there goes the pharmaceuticals. They don't get that tax break anymore. What's they around? Choop, took off. Have a bunch of people without jobs. And a big issue with, with uh, at one point, Puerto Rico was given a lot of money way back in the days when people needed it. Different countries needed it. But now, their own, as far as they consider their own, they're not, not doing that part. And there was a bunch of things with refinancing debt and different things like that, not allowing this to do bankruptcy and all kinds of stuff. And I don't, I'm not aware of what's going on right now, but I'm pretty sure this still hasn't changed because I haven't seen anything specific in the news that I I'm aware of of Puerto Rico. Anyways, Mr. Edgardo Miranda Rodriguez, and and if you are not anyways, real quickly, if you are Puerto Rican and if you feel like that's a necessity for you to to do. I'm pretty sure there will be resources where you can go to and make a difference, a contribution, or educate yourself with what's going on with the motherland. Or if you're in Puerto Rico, again, um, just continue continue the fight every day and uh, until you make a difference. Uh, Edgardo Miranda Rodriguez, uh, he's um, he was born in New Jersey in the. And the Bronx, he was raised in the Bronx. He's considered, or he considers himself a New Yorkian. And there's a lot of Puerto Ricanos that were raised or born in New York. And uh, he was also had to, uh, Mr. Miranda Rodriguez, experience and affect poverty and racism as a Puerto Rican back in the 1970s and 1980s. So the uh, uh, La Borinqueña is uh, Afro-Latina. And uh, maybe it's just me, but I know what it is. I mean, they're Latinos. They're of African descent because they were bringing in the slaves and some of them just ended up in, in Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic and everything. Even Mexico, there's uh, African descent people. But they're... They're Puerto Rican. They're Mexicanos. If you were to talk to them, they're just, they're Mexicanos. They're, that's what they were born. I mean, if, if technically, for every, anybody, right? If if the way it works is that wherever you're born is what you are, then it, it trips me out whenever I get it that it's descent, then, like, they're descent, their relatives, but a, a, a Mexican-American, why can't they just be American? You know, they were born here already. They have roots of whatever. But we stopped using Irish-American a long time ago. They're not that much use, you know. They're not Irish-American anymore. They're not English-American because some of them were not even born here. They're not Nigerian-American, uh, anything. But it, it just for whatever reason, the Latinos fall under that Afro-American, Latino, Afro-Latino. All of a sudden, we have to, you know, Mexican-American. It's just weird to me. It's just very strange to me that it happens. 
Anyway, so uh, he continued working on the comics, and again, he was... Uh, his family finally settled in Syracuse, New York. Miranda went to school, and uh, he is actually... He went in a full scholarship to Colgate University. He was a pretty smart guy, you know. And even when you look at some of his, some of his interviews, uh, the way he talks, you can tell he, he's an educated man and and goes and and, and educates himself as far. And, and he's been spreading this message about in Kenya, about the Taino culture, about you know the the, the things that they had going on and and um, their culture, their their roots, their you know the gods that they look into back then before anything anybody t was invading their islands and uh it's pretty cool it's pretty cool to know that there's a latino in the marvel universe that is a writer and has his own afro latina or if you want to just call her latina or a puerto rican uh laborinqueña uh he took it from a, a old a word uh, that they use in Puerto Rico, I believe. And now he, he got his own thing and, and he took his own because I, I think the people were looking for something. I think the people were hurting. I think the people were going through hurricanes and different things. And then some of the things that he talked about in some of the books, of, of the comic books he had talked about before about how Puerto Rico was going to hit with, was going to be hit with some strong hurricanes way before and I'm not saying he predicted it like Simpsons be doing, but he brought it to awareness, and sure enough, it happened. It happened, and it will continue to happen if we don't take care of this place. At the same time, if we don't give the render the help to Puerto Rico that they need, um, you know. And there again, I haven't, I'm not a hundred percent if they're still looking into the law and changing it and uh, amending, but. You know, whatever it is, uh, I think as Latinos, we need to support every Latino country that needs some kind of uh, assistance, difference, and uh, even support, knowing they were with them. Because at the end of the day, look at the things we contribute all over the world as Latinos together. You know, look what we've done. If we think about it, we just have a little bit of everything on us. Spaniards, every kind of blood. There is African blood, Asian blood, everything. Everything on and it's made us what it is now. And now, we just have to embrace what it is and what we came to be. And we are Latinos, if that's what they want to. I mean, I, I consider myself a human being to be in there. They want to put me in, in a in a segment and give me this, whatever. Okay, well then I'm going to support every single one of them. There are Latinos that need, and and so many millions, billions of us, that we should be able to go ahead and make a difference if we continue. All righty. So this is the final thought. For this one, it's pretty cool to uh, be able to create something and then take a life of its own. And he didn't expect that. He knew he wanted to do it. And he put his heart into it. And when you put your heart into it, all of a sudden, before you know it, as I said before, dope sold itself. And it was dope. And just people just took off with it because they knew it was that dope. They knew it was that good. And then it was a sign of hope and strength and you know, they they somebody they can look up to that is not like everything else that they see in books. Not like a Superman, not like a like a Batman, just something different. Not like a Wonder Woman. He made her he made her costume real conservative. Still, you can see her curves, but nothing, not less clothes or anything, fully clothed. And uh, yeah, something to be proud of as Latinos. This is the Global Latin Factor. 
this is this episode for today. We'll see you next time for the next episode. Be aware. And again, remember, we're just a spice in this global melting pot that is called the world. We're just here, just like you, trying to do it. Till next time. Todos en este país han estudiado.